despierto me dices lo siento con una lágrima de más me abraza me llevo me pides un beso yo me quiero sin respirar solo espero un momento solo dime no es esto <risa> solo quiero ir en silencio cinco minutos caricia mi momento me gusta a ti te daré el último beso el más profundo cuando en silencio y miré lejos de ti That was a sped up version of Solo Quédate en Silencio by RBD. You're welcome. That was beautiful. I want to discuss some rumors that you guys might have been hearing. Allegedly, one of the hosts of a very popular Latin American true crime podcast, uh, one of us, one of them rather, spent over a thousand hands in the bandit. Uh, merchandise yes i want to explore that for a little bit steph what what's available I'm like sorry. how many i spent probably more on my chemical romance stuff well i had so for rebelde for all of you who are not familiar with one of the best teenage telenovelas ever which I still watch, by the way, because all the episodes in Portuguese are on, uh, on YouTube. But no. it, it, it weirds yeah, me out. Be- yeah, but it's in Spanish. <laughs> it weirds me out. <laughs> it weirds me out because Sorry. I can read their lips. Are you okay? <laughs> I can read their lips, and I'm like, that is not what they're saying. But anyway, so I had posters. I had T-shirts. I had mm-hmm. ID cards. I had uh, clothing. Uh, I had all their CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like whatever you can imagine with their name on. Like I used to go to the newsstand. Yeah, people. I used to go to a newsstand. I used to go to a newsstand every day after school and like ask them like, "What's new? What do you have?" Oh, they had um. What are those things called in English? Why can't I think of it? Album de figurinha. Do they have those? I mean, I remember last cup there was some, but I don't think it was. You know the thing, the the, mega, the, little the book magazine book thing that you yeah stick the yeah you thrones. put the stickers on basically, yeah. and you have to like collect the stickers. Yeah, so they Sticker had several on. of those, and I spent tons of money trying to get every single sticker. Mm-hmm. They had uh, rebelde uh, lollipops, gum, uh, candy, and I would just I buy every single thing. Yeah, I would just yeah. buy every single thing. Um, and yeah, I was like that with my chemical romance too, uh, with McFly. I have, mm-hmm. you guys can't see it because this is a podcast, but I have like every single mcfly single like the Mm -hmm. actual cd for each of them have all of that i probably i've probably spent more money on mcfly because i bought everything in dollars um and rebelde was all in reais so yeah why are we talking about rebelde though because um one of them was (laughs) murdered no just kidding no we're talking about a mexican crime today (laughs) which Yeah, yeah i gotta say so many like pop culture things and you know stuff that we watch and we like in Brazil is Mexican. Yep. It's it's so point is like basically the same. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so. of course, like, all, we watch a lot of Mexican telenovelas mm-hmm. um, because they are super dramatic. Like, I've seen Maria yeah. del Barrio at least five times. I've seen mm-hmm. La Usurpadora uh, oh, multiple Zipadora times. like, a classic. I think it's a probably classic. still airing in Brazil somewhere. Yeah, like, they, they rerun it all the time. Yeah. I've seen La Usurpadora so many times that I will name my cat that I will be getting a cat in the very near f- future his name's gonna be carlos daniel because of la usurpadora so i love cats with like or dogs and you think with names they're like human names yeah i know right yeah i used to have a beta fish called bartolomeo and it was like the best best fish you should, you should get a pet so i can live vicariously oh, i totally should you. get a pet please do uh yeah i mean so i think we did mexico uh, at least, I feel like the Mexican stuff wasn't that we did, La that Quintrala. was one in Mexico. Huh? Wasn't La Quintrala. No. No, Quintrala was Chile. No, we did we did at least one in the Mexico, but Laments. it was the House of Lamins. Which, I mean, it is a crime, but it's not like, you know, yeah. like the other ones that we covered. But we covered Mexican people. And I have got to say, Mexico, you guys are fucked up. You guys... <laughs> Sam, do you hear this? (laughs) No, it's like the most fucked up cases, always. And, I mean, Baby Brianna was pretty bad that we did with Sam. But I feel like this is like the worst case we will ever cover. So, yeah. There's that. And a lot of serial killers, dude, there's so many Mexican serial killers, it's like not even funny. So, yeah, you guys can have um, a good time I guess waiting for those because they're welcome. Let me see if I have. I'm looking at my little list. Let me see if this person mm-hmm. is Mexican. Yep, I have yep. a Mexican thing on my list. A crime, mm-hmm. not a thing, a person. Stuff list tell you guys. stuff of legends, man. Because we are knocking <laughs> some out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Next episode, hint, hint. The biggest, most high-profile case we'll ever cover. But anyways, guys, let's talk about Felicitas, should we? So, no, no should uh-huh. we? No, come on. Shall we? We are. Yeah. We are. Starting out, we're going to, as always, ask for your iTunes review. As we dive into this case, you can already just put a five stars because we are, you know, your favorite podcast. So why would you not go to iTunes we're and green. do that? By the way, if you didn't know that, listener, you can go on, like, your computer and, you know... Mm. Do yeah. that. You need like an iTunes account or anything, do you? I think you, ha- you need an Apple ID. Oh, you need an Apple ID, really? Yeah, I think so. Because I know they kind of like ask you to like write a username and stuff before you do the review, but like, you know, just type I- a bunch I'm of letters. I'm not sure. I-, I have an Apple ID, so mm-hmm. I um obviously can review people, but I- I'm-, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. Anyways, this outline was based on articles from Vanguardia, Criminalia, and Wikipedia for names, dates, and such. This is one of those that, like, there is barely enough information going around. And I mean, there's enough information, but it's it's not a plethora of information, you know. And the information that is around is like most of the same stuff, mm-hmm. and so it's literally the same things, same words, copy and pasted. Which is like, 
we're not plagiarizing anything, but it's the plagiarism of the plagiarism of a plagiarism of maybe a book someone wrote, you know, which I mean, for the um, cruelty of this case, it kind of shocks me that there's not much else going around about Felicitas, you know, I want to say something before we start, because I feel like it's important. Okay. If you've been listening to us for a little bit of time, you already know this, but if this is your first episode, welcome. But um, both Steph and I are pro-choice, all right? So this is not like an abortion thing. We're not shaming, you know, abortion doctors. The, like uh, what Felicitas did in like the, um, when they say like, oh, she killed these many kids. Like it's not like they're not counting abortions and you guys are going to get like to the descriptions and stuff later, but it's not they're not talking about abortions they're talking about actual murder which for some people that might be confusing because it's like oh abortion is murder blah. but we're not saying that we would not say that though. yeah i just want to so. get like the semantics of it out just so because yeah. when it's like oh felicitas killed the baby doesn't mean that she ate an abortion you know mm-hmm like, there's a difference. So, getting the semantics out of the thing. Okay. Felicitas Sanchez Aguilon or, Aguilon, or Felicitas Sanchez Neira, was a Mexican nurse serial killer who not only killed 50-plus infants, but also acted as a baby farmer, a baby and infant toddler trafficker, and illegal abortion provider. And as we said, she is probably the most sadistic person that we will ever cover. So, beware. This introduction comes with a Brazilian ass size content warning for anyone who still has an ounce of empty within them. This is going to be kind of a hard. It's not going to be tons of description as we did with baby with um baby Rihanna. We left some descriptions and some more graphic and heartbreaking stuff out, but there's still a lot of detail. So just you know, this is where I leave, guys. Goodbye. Karen's gonna do this by herself. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we will t- we'll say, like, we'll tell you when we are about to, like, begin describing some stuff so you can, like, you know, skip a little bit. But just beware, okay? Okay. So she has many names, including La Ogresa or Descuartizadora de la Colonia Roma. Ogresa meaning ogre and Descuartizadora meaning the dismemberer. That's pretty, like badass nicknames but also la tituradora de angelitos that means the crusher of little angels and la espanta ciguinas which i couldn't i don't think english is a, a rich enough language to translate espanta right mm. storks go away yeah like go away yeah. yeah go away storks makes makes the storks go away so she was born in or around 1890 in Cerro Azul, Veracruz, Mexico. She reportedly had a troubled relationship with her mom, although there's not much out there about that, like, you know, specific incidents or really descriptions of what her mom was like. Mm -hmm. Uh, When she was still a kid, she started developing a classic serial killer behavior. That is, she started killing and torturing cats and dogs at a very young age. 
And she grew up to be a person with a not-so-pleasant personality, meaning that she was super domineering. She hated everyone, didn't give a shit about nothing, and was always her way or the highway. She went to school and got a nursing degree and started to work as a midwife, still in Veracruz. So what's funny about her career choice is that because she's absolutely despised her mom, her feelings towards motherhood are not exactly the most positive. So one might wonder exactly why she chose to be a midwife. If she didn't like moms or motherhood, why would she, you know, be present in the most motherly moment of, you know, like she's surrounding herself with moms, you know, like doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. Let me talk about this bitch. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> she got married the first time uh, to Carlos. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say Carlos like that. Carlos Conde, who was the yang to her yang. He was submissive, insecure, and all yes dear bullshit which is totally not a healthy relationship at all even if you are more passive you should make your voice heard um, regardless of whether you are more of a passive person or more aggressive but I mean, because she was so aggressive because she was so like you know her personality is so big there's just no space for anyone who's bigger than her yeah so he you know so run to the hills yeah but he clearly doesn't listen to iron maiden like i do so um <laughs> they had uh, a set of twin daughters uh but since they couldn't take the financial burden felicitas sold them whoa carlos yeah. was okay with it until he wasn't but she didn't care they that ended their relationship at around 1910 that's when she moves to colonia roma a neighborhood in Mexico City. She lived on a third floor apartment on number nine, uh, number nine Salamanca Street with a roommate who was never home. Oh, love it. So Felicitas <laughs> had a lot of me time and she could do whatever fuck she wanted in her apartment because she pretty Such much lived dream. by herself. Yeah, that's, that's, are you kidding me? <laughs> like I would, listen, Anyway, I'm not going to go there because my family is listening. Um, now, <laughs> did she put a face mask on and dance to Acereje like the rest of us? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. She... We should have <laughs> sang Acereje. Oh, my God. Now it's too late. Mm-hmm. That was my first concert. Who is you? Who is you, really? Yeah, when I was nine. That's cool. Uh, she started running a clinic from the apartment, providing her midwife services. In addition to that, she was also providing abortions. So not only would she do them at her house, but she would also go to wherever she was needed at, including the most expensive neighborhoods of Mexico City. But again, she wasn't just doing abortions. It's important to point that out. She was just a regular midwife who used some fun, pointy things to poke some uteruses. But her nosy neighbors thought Felicitas's business was kind of suspicious. I mean, she must have been ex- an exceptional midwife because there are just so many rich young women coming in and out of her, you know, low-income apartment. It's like she's handing out candy or something. People knew what she was doing, but also, weirdly, her, after Felicitas moved in, the plumbing in the building wasn't, was, wasn't what it once was. Everything is clogged all the time, and there is some weird smelly smoke coming out of her apartment. 
And also, she looks like a literal <laughs> witch. People are concerned. People are just a little concerned. Anyway, she quickly added another item to her resume, though. Uh, she was a human trafficker. She started selling babies that survived the abortions and also kids that she would buy from poor people with the promise that she'd find them a good home. So we're talking about kids surviving abortions. I tried to do some research uh, like about abortions in Mexico around that time and I couldn't find that much. But here's why I'm kind of getting like the vibes from the situation. That this these are like women that already tried um less invasive abortive methods, you know, the teas and everything mm-hmm. that we know about, boldo tea or, you know, cinnamon tea, like everybody does that, but after a few, you know, attempts they're still pregnant like you're probably finding out about the pregnancy a little later that we do today and it takes a little bit for a woman to like do something about it maybe at that time and so a lot of the times um those abortions would probably be done at a time that the baby would otherwise be viable yeah yeah and also, I don't know, It's there's not much data. Again, when you're talking about illegal abortions, like it's everything yeah. is super Whoever murky. was going there wasn't reporting anything. <laughs> yeah. So. But also, I mean, I didn't see anything saying it specifically in those terms. But since Felicitas was like selling babies, it could be that like low income women would seek her for the midwife service and like, over, like leave the baby with Felicitas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, that's true. So there's that. She's just getting viable babies, I think, through those two methods, like right after birth. But also up until I saw just one um source saying that up until like they were like three years old, like toddlers also. So it's babies from all ages. Mm-hmm. Classifying yeah. as babies, but not like, you know, bigger kids. So Felicitas was arrested at least twice for her baby selling business, but she always pay a fine and everything would just go back to normal. She eventually got money to open a little corner store, moving uh, the buttery from the apartment to number 69 Guadalajara Street, which her um, store was called La Quebrada, <laughs> which I just oh think is God. funny. Because That's I don't know what Quebrada would mean in Mexican um, Spanish. But, like, quebrada in Portuguese is, like, the hood. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just funny. I don't know. Like, a lot of the words we have are similar. With different but, meanings. Um, like, I sent a picture to Steph, yeah, uh, of a news, sta- a news, like, headline and said something, presunto assassino, which for us means, like, a killer ham. Not, like, yeah. you know, the presupposed killer. <laughs> so it's, like, we know what it means, but it's, like, God, this is hilarious. Even within the the Portuguese language, like there's words in yeah. European Portuguese, like they call girls rapariga. Yeah. Which if you call me a rapariga, I will fucking punch you because that means a slut <laughs> in Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. So I'll probably not punch you. I'm too lazy to do that. I'll just mm-hmm. yell. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's just one problem with her business, though. She can't take care of so many babies. 
that's when her psychopathy comes in handy because she just started killing them. Now, skip a few seconds if you don't want to hear about what she did with the kids, okay? We'll give you three seconds. Three, Three, two, two, one. one. There you go. Okay, now that you are out and only the crazy weirdos are here. This is your choice, listener. Yeah. So she would bathe them with extremely cold water, feed them spoiled milk or meat when she fed them at all, put them to sleep on the floor, and then finally kill them via asphyxiation, poisoning, or stabbing. Which, can you, like, I've seen a few Investigation Discovery um, episodes of Deadly Women where women killed kids, and just, like, thinking about getting that close to such a tiny little human who even if she's mistreating them like that's the only person that they can look up to or expect safety from and like just thinking about that and like and you kill them that's like that really triggers me thinking about it also at least 50 of them yeah yeah it's not a one-time thing So then she would proceed to dismember the babies for the disposal of the bodies. She would flush the remains, burn them, or just throw them away like trash. There were instances that uh, she dismembered and burned babies while they were still alive. Which is oh, the pain these kids went through. She sometimes would feed her dog pieces of the flesh. Eyes. What's vivere? Vivere. Sorry. Oh, viscerae and such. Uh, She would keep pictures of at least some babies that she killed as trophies. So this thing, I'm not even going to call her a woman, is a monster. Like, literally the definition of a monster. Yeah. When I say that there's no one that's probably as sadistic as her, like, it's because, I mean, it's not like she was providing abortions or killing babies just like you know you know smothering with a pillow like she is torturing the kids you know she's not an angel of death guys please stop spreading misinformation this is not the same at all yeah so although felicitas was kind of a busy lady she still had time for love in her life which like i'm sorry you do not deserve to be in a relationship it's gonna get worse You should just be in a relationship with the devil and die. Um, (laughs) Just be by yourself, please. (laughs) So Roberto Cova Rubias was the name of her boyfriend, who, by the way, was totally aware of her crimes and acted as an accomplice. They had a daughter together. Why am I saying daughter? Like They had a daughter together in 1939, (laughs) and she stayed with Felicitas and Roberto until she was two when she became a ward of the state. Praise the justice system in this instance. Because can you imagine yeah. like what she would have done with this kid? Yeah. Like I'm surprised I she mean, lived until does, two. She like she, everything it said that like she never um did anything bad to her own kids. But Fuck. still like, I, I'm not, still man. Yeah. Like yeah. Just psychologically, like, the damage from watching yeah. other kids. Yeah. No, of course, like, no, like, I, I, I'm just glad she, like, got away. Hopefully she doesn't even know that her mom is I don't think this she does. person. 
Uh, she was born in 39, yeah. so she's probably still alive. Um, yeah. yeah. Hopefully she doesn't yeah. even know, like... Because kids that age, uh, at two, they don't remember things. Like, my... Uh, here, here I am turning this into a podcast about my life. But I'm just going to quickly say this. My cousin um, remarried um, when her daughter was three. Mm-hmm. And her new husband adopted my little cousin and Mm -hmm. well little she's basically my age um (laughs) and she calls him dad that's the only dad like if you ask her she'll say this is the only dad i've ever had because she doesn't remember him not being there and like he is on her birth certificate so she's like yeah this Mm -hmm. is my dad he raised me yeah so like her daughter probably doesn't remember hopefully no one ever told her anything because that would be awful So now it's April 8th, 1941. As usual, the plumbing on the building is clogged. So on the first floor of that building, there was a grocery store. And the owner, Francisco Pais, called a plumber and a contractor to get get to the sewer and see what's going on. So, you know, he was really trying to get to the root of the issue, I guess, because after so much clogging, like, gotta be like a dead animal or something. So that's when they find out that the issue was really a cluster of bloody gauze, cotton balls, and rotting flesh. So they also found a baby skull and like little legs in the sewer. That's like a band name, little legs in the sewer. <laughs> I should not be laughing. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Keep, it's okay. I'm just gonna not gonna pay attention to you. You make me laugh. <laughs> So this nasty stink bomb of a mess is an instant hit with passerbys and the press, obviously. Investigations quickly zero in on Felicitas, obviously because she was the sketchiest person within a 20-block mi- radius, and the medical waste is pretty telling. I like to pic- picture this moment as like Felicitas opening her windows like one day, and she smells it, like the smell like hits her, and she's like, oh, that's my cue, I'm gonna leave. And so she did. The police and the press tried to approach Felicitas's apartment, but she wasn't home. Uh, they come in anyways, and they find a stupid amount of baby stuff also in her room that was some sort of like altar to her crimes with bones, skulls, as well as baby clothing and all the pictures. Felicitas wasn't at the store either, and she's officially on the run at this point. A few days later, they arrest her first accomplice, Salvador Martinez Nieves. Salvador was Felicitas' plumber, who wouldn't clog the pipes, knowing what exactly was clogging them. He alleged that she was af- that he was afraid to tell on her because he would maybe be seen as an accomplice, which is exactly what what ended up happening. So Felicitas was paying for his silence by the way so i don't know if his story really does check out because it's something that he did multiple times always doing always seeing that so the same day salvador is arrested on the 11th felicitas is also finally caught she was with her lover she was with her lover roberto covarubias roberto covarubias i rehearsed that a lot guys mm-hmm. and by the way they were bound to veracruz so, going back to the hometown, so nice, road trip. 
They both were arrested and Felicitas was kept away from the rest of the prisoners, obviously. Why? Just put her in Gen Pop. Well, you're going to see. Let her show her ass there. She was in charge with murder, but with abortion, illegal disposal of human remains, crimes against public health, and medical irresponsibility, which is a literal translation, Mm -hmm. which I'm not even going to comment on that because I don't want to get mad yet. It could have been a strategy, but Felicitas kind of lost her mind in jail. She started acting like a child. She would throw tantrums and cry all day long. She talked like a toddler, and she'd throw herself on the floor, stomp her feet, scream for long periods of time, etc., etc. This sounds a lot like me once <laughs> I have a few drinks. I'm sorry. Mom, you're listening. You, you can attest to this. Please, Mom, leave a review on iTunes telling people how I am in real life. Anyway... Don't, 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 mom, close iTunes. Don't. Stay away from iTunes. Um, so, while all of this is happening, her lawyer is out there threatening to leak a list of her clients, supposedly including some really powerful people. It would be the scandal yeah. of the century. Which, mm-hmm. bitch, you should have. Just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. No, um, but then that sucked because, like, people, like, lose their careers from a choice they should have had in the first place. No, but you know he, I mean? he was bluffing, so he wouldn't do it. I know, um, but I mean, it, keep going, keep going. So, because she wasn't in jail for homicide, she was able to make bail and leave the jail three months after she was arrested. Even though the authorities had her accomplices telling it like it really was, and they knew she was actually killing infants. So they knew this was like a load of bullshit charges. The authorities happened to lose their pieces of evidence again against her, mm-hmm. which is against very convenient. the homicide. Yeah, it's almost like there are people who are terrified upon the prospect of her list making it into the public. Yeah. Also, to add suspicion to this, the judge in charge of the whole thing stepped away from the case supposedly after bribery, making it easy for Felicitas to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. So everybody's helping this bitch. What's fucked up about this mm-hmm. is that if Felicitas didn't have accomplices, if she didn't have the man basically, you know, being her bitch, we wouldn't know that she was killing kids and babies and stuff. She'd just be like an abortion doctor that did a large number yeah. of mm-hmm. abortions. Exactly. Yeah. Because the homicide charges only come from the men talking about it. So that's scary. That's yeah. super, super scary. Right? Yeah. No, so it's crazy she... that like it's shit like this still happens yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. So although she was free for at least a bit since the murder, the murder charge would probably be brought up upon her eventually. She was all over the papers. She was... People were paying attention to her. Um, She killed herself. On June 16th, 1941, only a few days after she was actually released, with the overdose of penobarbital, which is the um, lethal injection drug here in the U.S. Curiously enough, curious, curious, curiously enough. Isn't that interesting? It is. I yeah. When I read the name, I thought it was a, an antidepressant. <laughs> she wrote three letters before she committed suicide one for her lawyer 
one for the for, one for her former lawyer and one for her boyfriend Roberto with instructions about how to deal with her estate. Nothing like you know I leave this cruel world like nothing like that. It was just like matter of fact, do this, do this, do this, because that was the kind of person that she was. Felicitas wasn't remorseful at all about her crimes. It could be mental gymnastics or mental illness, but she always tried to play it all off as, as if she was actually doing the world and the women a favor. Again, not talking about the abortions, talking about the murder, okay? Felicitas said once that there was a pregnant woman who told her that she had a dream that her baby was going to be born ugly. So she asked for oh. it to be removed. <laughs> I do get a kick out of that. And yeah, what happened was, I mean, she goes to describe, this is her words, that the baby was really ugly, in fact, and that it was a monster that had the face of an animal and that it didn't cry. It snorted. Well, turns out I went to a, to a therapist and I had hypnosis done. And in my past life, I was that baby. So it explains everything. <laughs> yeah, but I want to point something out. Have you ever seen a, ni- uh, a nice looking newborn? I have. Yes. No, but. Yes. My nephews, they're all beautiful. No, but a newborn, like straight out yeah. of the vagina. No, they all look nice. like a knee, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, they're cute babies, but it's like you need to. It's like an avocado. Like you need to like let it mature a little bit. You know, because yeah. no, no, no. straight out of the womb is not nice. Look like knees, like the actual like your knee. Look at your knee right yeah. now. Pause <laughs> this. Look at your knee. That's what newborns look like. Yeah. So, with that baby specifically, this is how you died, Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ordered Roberto to strangle the baby with wire. So, I mean, that shows how, like, much of an accomplice Roberto really is. Like, yeah. if your lady tells you to kill a newborn, maybe you don't. Yeah. Well thought. Hot take. You know, you don't have if to kill the baby. If my significant other asked me to kill a cockroach, it, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'll let the cockroach murder me before that happens, so. Next week on Suspiria. (laughs) Stephanie, murdered by a giant cockroach. So it's widely said that Felicitas was the way that she was because of her troubled relationship with her mom. Again, she despised motherhood and everything related to it, so that's why she killed babies. We think that she might have even chosen to be a midwife because... Of, yeah, you know, the fact that that would enable her to be in contact with babies and maybe kill them. So, maybe, yeah. It's also said that Felicitas' crimes had a darker element to them, that the babies were a type of sacrifice a lot of the time. That relates to the altar that she had in of the course, bedroom. Of course, because this wouldn't be Latin America. Oh, yeah, of course. Every crime has a satanic angle to it. Which, I mean, I don't know. I wish we had a lot of, a lot more information about Felicitas. And it's not like I believe that those things are real. Like, I don't. But if she did have some mental illness, you know, and she was using that maybe as, you know, like a, 
a way to justify the crimes, you know, like, yeah, I'm sacrificing the babies. But, I mean, I don't know what the altar was. I wish there was pictures of it. Because, like, it could be just, like, you know, a bunch of candles or something. You know, was it really an altar? Altar, right? And, like, people forget that in Latin American, like, I bet you it was one of those things. Like, Latin American homes, for all you white people there. Latin American homes, especially back in the day, they had yeah. like pictures of the saints and like little statues, and they would light candles like near the statue. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. betting you that it was not Something a satanic like yeah. altar, but just like a regular little altar where they can pray to Virgin Mary yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah. I, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know the names of the saints besides the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Is Virgin Mary a saint? She is. Oh, okay. Isn't it? Well, see, I'm not that's, a saint. My... Like I think other like Catholic saints, but like by aggregation, I guess. Like not like she. I don't fucking know. Before Mary, like, oh, no. yeah, no, but like little altars. That that's like so. You know how um, what's the other religion that I've seen this in? Buddhist people. They yeah. have the little altars that's just how a lot of latin american homes are to this day so mm-hmm. which i don't know I don't, i'm not sure if i feel if if i think felicitas is like super cold and calculated and like methodical and organized you know or if she yeah. is mentally ill and this all just doesn't make sense i don't think she's mentally ill i don't think she's mentally ill huh? i think this is my opinion. It's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, she had the stuff, the episode like in the, in the jail and stuff. But that could be like just strategy, faking. Yeah, exactly, yeah. faking it. Yeah. So I guess everyone has their own opinion about Felicitas now, because, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it sucks that we didn't have that much of a look into her psyche or like a trial or something. Yeah, but like mental you know? illness or not, she was a cunt. So, no, I feel like it's very possible she had mental, uh, at least some form of like personality disorder because she was mm-hmm. such a bad person. But like yeah. in a way that she could be like mentally insane and like not uh, capable of, you know, being held accountable for her crimes. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm tending her I'm tending for her to be more um cold and, you know, actually a psychopathic serial killer type yeah. of person. Yeah. Because who mm-hmm. kills that many babies? You know? Yeah. Like I feel like if she w- was having, let's say she did have a mental illness and she had like episodes of whatever. She wouldn't kill 50 babies. Yeah. Especially like spread out through multiple years. Like yeah. if she went on a killing spree. In multiple maybe. locations. In multiple like. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I've seen some sources say it was like upwards of like a hundred something babies. That's crazy. But I don't know. I mean, that if you think true. in terms that she moved to the apartment in 1910 and she was only caught like 30 years later. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> it's so many. 
There's no way. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I just accidentally dove into some family drama on Facebook. Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> my night just got better. Um, Dude. yep. So I guess we'll see you on the next episode, guys. No, let's say at least one thing. One's not one nice thing that happened this week to try to. Oh, I have one. Remember how a few episodes ago, not a few, at least twenty episodes ago, I laughed at vegan stroganoff. Yes. Yeah, I did it this week, guys. Anyone's good? You made vegan tasted just stroganoff? like a regular stroganoff. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, what? No, I I was just asking if you made it. Yeah, I made it. I mean, the sauce tasted just like it, but like the contents didn't obviously because there's no chicken or meat in it. I did it with um chickpeas, the mushrooms and the corn, just like we always do, but substituting the meat for chickpeas, and it was actually pretty good. Actually, pretty I did right. not put mushrooms on my stroganoff. I don't regularly, but like you know, I, I hate like mushrooms. Ah, oh, I like mushrooms. I absolutely. I went. Uh, let me tell you a mushroom story. Okay. I went to. We, we um, love the mushroom stories. Oh, you guys! I mean, you all, because I don't want to misgender anyone. Um, okay. I uh quit my job. If you guys didn't know that, totally unemployed. Um, so the day before my last day, I was so stressed out that I had to go to a bar during my lunch break to have a mm-hmm. drink. I needed a drink, which doesn't matter if you know this now because I don't fucking work there anymore. So y'all can suck my dick. So, <laughs> and I was, was like, drunk okay, the whole time she worked there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, it would have made things way easier, and I would probably still be working there if I was drunk the whole time. Anyway, so I went to the bar, and I'm like, I'm not just gonna sit because I wanted to sit at the bar because then I could just order a drink and leave, right? But, of course, there was, like, a game on or some stupid sport, and the bar was packed, so I had to get a table. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit at a table and have one drink, and that's it, because the waiter's going to spit on my drink, because they're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me, one drink? Like, what the fuck? Um, So I had a drink, and I'm like, okay, let me get a steak steak and cheese sub, because I love steak and cheeses. Mm -hmm. And they only had a steak bomb, and for some reason... I didn't read the full thing, so I didn't know it had mushrooms. So there I sat for 10 minutes picking all the mushroom out of my steak and cheese. And mind you, this was the smallest $12 steak and cheese I've ever seen. It was literally... So if if you've seen a regular sub, I don't know, well, everybody probably have seen has seen a regular sub and like a large sub right i've seen a sub before yeah yeah no but you've seen <laughs> the different sizes right like a small and a large like a large would be like a whole yeah a large is like a big big like it's like yeah. the f- and the regular like couldn't have yeah yeah okay basically mm-hmm. so this was the size of half of a, a regular sub and it was $12. Oh, $12 for that? $12. I took a picture and I had to post it on my Instagram. I was like, this is the smallest steak and cheese I've ever seen. And everybody was responding to my story. They're like, "That that's half of it, yeah. right? And I'm like, no, that is that, that is the entire 
steak and cheese. So that was very tragic. But I got tipsy and I came back to work very happy because I had a Grateful Dead. And y'all know that's my favorite drink because it has all Mm. the liquor. So. Yeah. (sighs) Trying to think of stories that could relate to that. And I don't think I have any. Well then. Well then. I think this is it. I mean, uh, we're going to devote the next 10 minutes of this episode for for our shout-out list, which is, like, kilometric today. That's a word we don't use anymore. Damn, girl. Yeah. We got a lot of growth. A lot of growth this past two weeks. Yeah, I grew one inch. Um, Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. 5'5". Yeah, now we're growers. So, first of all, we have Margaret, Anthony, Luis, Igor, Albert. Rebecca, Whitney, who is, by the way, a longtime uh, friend of the podcast, and we might have shouted her, shout, shout her out before, but I don't care. Shelby, Robert, Rafael, Azar, Emmy, Kay, Mariana, Kari, Natalia, Kenton, Carolina, which is my name also, but it's not me, I promise. <laughs> Richard, I mean, I just now liked our, our own page on Facebook. Pathetic. So um, I'm shouting maybe. myself to okay to Car- to Carolinas this week, all right? So Richard, Bridget, Hoveg, Paradise, Brandy, Josada, Zach, William, Jazz, and finally, Daniel. So yeah, guys, thank you for listening to another tragic installment of this <sighs> humble podcast, and we'll see you next week with our very bombastic I think arguably Steph's big case maybe honestly I think it is your big case um you've seen my list right <laughs> I've seen your yeah. list but like you know this is like the fir- the first murder okay you so listen mm. You know what? I'm going to save my commentary for the next episode. So you guys have to listen to that if you want to hear me. Okay. Comment on this. Sounds okay? good. Now you're going to be mad at us for a whole week because we didn't. We left you without closure, closure yes. right? Yes. Because we're evil. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good end of the world. Goodbye. Laters, haters. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Suspiria, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all of that horrible information, please check out our previous episodes and write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Suspiria Podcast. Facebook is also Suspiria Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Suspiria Carol. And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at SuspiriaPodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao!